Hello and welcome to Clamp, the Creating, Living, and Making podcast. I'm your host, Morley Kurt, and joining me as always is the glorious Grant Alexander. Hello. And the marvelous Adam Mackey. Hello. How we doing, boys? Uh, what is in your clamps this week, Adam? Uh, so yeah, I finally got those drawers done for that Land Cruiser. Nice. I absolutely hate them and I'm never doing it again. They look sick though. Like they look so yeah. good in your stories. They look super clean. That's the thing. They look good on camera. I've discovered <laughs> that I'm a camera maker. I'm someone that makes stuff that looks good on camera, but in person. See, if it was for me, I wouldn't care. I don't care if things don't look perfect for myself, but because it was a project, uh, because it was a commission, I feel like there was a lot more perfection that needed to be there that wasn't there. I've never done the carpet work before, so the carpet didn't look perfect. The guy came and he like he seemed happy enough. Like he didn't speak negative or anything, but he didn't he, like he wasn't over the moon, which I wouldn't expect him to be. But you know, whatever. And then he messaged me like two hours later. He hadn't finished. He hadn't paid me my fee yet. He only paid me for like the supplies. Hmm. And um, he messaged me like two hours later. He's like, "Hey, just letting you know, like the fridge that I want to get doesn't fit." Which I made it to the specs he sent me. Well, he sent me the link for the fridge. And I discovered that when I went to the the link to look at the fridge, when I clicked on the measurements, like the dimensions, it downloaded the ones for the fridge below it, oh, which is like a little no. bit smaller. Oh, no. And it's like literally like 10 centimeters too small. Like mm. it, the fridge would probably squeeze in there. And the hole would actually be the right size if there was no carpet. But I think the carpet just adds that little bit of thickness that would... So... I just messaged him and said, Hey, like, I'm really sorry. Like I'm more than happy to fix it. Like I can, I can cut it out and just like move that wall over sort of thing and, you know, make it work. It fits like perfectly between where it needs to in the back of the car. So I would have had to like cut down the drawers on the left-hand side, which would have been a pain, but you know, you got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. And then like, he hadn't paid me and I'm just like, I didn't sleep at all that night. I was so anxious and that because he had a fridge already and he said, I'll see if the one I have already fits and then like we can just fix it up later. I said, yeah, all good. And then like two days later, I'm like messaging him. I'm like, hey, have you tried your fridge yet? No, I haven't tried it yet. He still hadn't paid me. So I'm thinking he thinks I've done a really crap job <laughs> stressing out. Oh, no. And then I just message him and I'm like, hey, like um, let me know like when you try that fridge, like I'm, I can't stop thinking about it sort of thing. And um, just wondering like if he had sent that balance, sent the balance for yet. And like he just said, like I, he just straight up had forgotten to do it. Oh, that's right. So I'm here thinking like he hates the job, but all it was was he just forgot. That's good. Like, because it's such a weird thing to bring up. Like, how do you bring up, hey, give me money? Yeah, <laughs> it know, is so. tricky. I mean, I feel My, like, like usually yeah. I just try to be like as straight up as possible. I think yeah, once no, if, you're trying to, if you try to mix up any sort of like, I don't know, you, I think being tactful is important. But um, I, once you start dealing with transactions, I think you just have to be like really clear. Yeah, I think the problem, like if the problem wasn't there with the whole size, then it wouldn't have been so weird. Because I'm thinking, right, yeah, is he not paying me because he wants to wait until it's fixed or, you know, so. But yeah, mm. all good. He's, already, he's paid me. I've got the money. And nice. they, he said, don't worry about it. He's just probably just going to leave it. So, mm. yeah. All good in the end. Cool. Yeah, and the uh, the other thing I did was I got a new video out this week, which came out today, actually, today of recording, mm-hmm. um, making a kid's bench seat. And that was another commission, which I'm actually happy with and it turned out really nice. Yeah, it that looks was, good. Um, that was for our photographer. So, yeah, she loved it. 
Yeah, I think you really like um, are are learning and getting like so much better at like the short B not not even B roll style, but just like the supercut style. Like it was like really engaging yeah. the whole way. Like I understood it. The transitions were super cool. Um, I really I thought it was awesome. Hmm. The, I miss that a little bit. Yeah, sorry. I miss the like clock and the the physical clock in the background though. I totally I miss that. Yeah, because yeah. the other way, like you could just make up the numbers. Yeah, I know you. Mean. That's what it felt like to me. Um, I was like, oh, you're just making it up. <laughs> yeah, especially when I did the the drum one, like it felt like, and the same with this one. But the drum one was the first one that I didn't have the camera in the back, the time in the background, and because all I did was just took a green screen screen of a clock, cut it down to the length it took me, and then just like shortened it to the video, so it was like at the right speed. But it didn't jump from time to time for each segment, if you know what yeah. I mean. So I yeah. felt like that makes it seem a lot less believable. Um, so, yeah, clock's definitely going to come back. I think I'm just going to try and find another way to do it. I want to actually make a clock as well. Like that's, you should do a one-hour build of a one-hour exactly build timer. Oh, that's going to yeah, be great. I want to do that, but it's really – I, I, I want to find a way that I can do it where I can have a remote control to pause it like to play and pause. Cause like I'll pause it if I leave stuff. the room and stuff. Yeah. So I need to do that. I'd love to have like a big red button that I push when I finish the project. And then like, you could see the, yeah, it's like, like a, a chess yeah. timer. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, probably going to be doing that from now on. And the only other thing with the video was, um, the woman we made it for, she didn't want it finished. So like yeah. I'm just waiting for the comments of like you didn't finish it like where's the, but yeah that's I've forward? I've had that so I, instead I built a second one and finished it hmm. so someone ordered and I figured I'd sell the second one and I still have it so <laughs> if you'd like to see that you can look up a angled blanket ladder and if you'd like to purchase it let me know <laughs> <laughs> what about you Grant what have you been up to since we last what? spoke. I also released a video. Uh, it was my this year's. Yeah, I love that. Uh, it was my uh, this year's Christmas video. So I've I've made a commitment to myself to do a video every year. Um, so it's a commitment to myself, so I can break it at any time. Um, to do a video every year of uh, a Christmas project with my family, where we make. Something in my and the whole family gets involved. Um, first year was. Uh, very simple ornaments that my son painted um, and they were just cut out of plywood. This year it is uh, these little sweaters with the hand carved Christmas sweaters that can either be a fridge magnet or a uh, Christmas ornament. Um, and they were a lot of fun to make and I, I really love the way they turned out. And uh, yeah, that, that's yeah, why it was awesome. I didn't actually realize so, that your goal was to involve the whole family. I think, but it, which mm. is good because it means it worked very seamlessly in it. It was like, oh, of yeah. course you're going to have Fletcher paint some. And of course, like, oh, Abby does wood burning. So like, um, that makes a lot of sense too. But it was very, yeah. very seamless. And it's yeah, very, I very thought the same thing. Yeah. So, um, so I feel like you missed an opportunity where you, you know, at the beginning, how you got the red sweater out. Yes. I feel like you needed to find a red sweater oh. in real life that looks the same and like throw it at yourself and then be wearing it. Oh, it should have actually just been as I pulled it out. It should have just, yeah, that would have been great. Yeah. Uh, well, 
missed opportunity. Good. That would have been awesome. I don't have a red sweater, but that would have been awesome. That would have been – even if I had just yeah, been wearing you it. You could have painted that. a sweater to match one you already had. If you knew that's the sweater. intro you were going to do. Just oh, covered right. It in, like, no, no, no. I like, painted, a, painted a little wooden sweater, the same color as a sweater. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, that would have been a good idea too. You're just filled with good ideas. Where were you when we were talking about this? With Zach Builds. <laughs> Hindsight's twenty twenty. I was going to say, I don't remember you talking about this. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, that was uh, – uh, well, the, uh, the other thing is uh, a few weeks ago, I think I was talking about uh, some more poster holders that I made and how I had uh, cut them a little bit short. Um, I, I'm pretty sure Didn't I talked about it on here. Yeah, so the so I, I did that, right? And then I had to go out and buy more wood. Well, the guy wants another one. Well, he wants to do the sides. He didn't like the fact that it was just top and bottom. He also wanted some sides. So guess what? I get to use the shorter pieces because the poster is 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 wider than it is tall. So oh, disaster awesome. disaster averted. And uh, yeah, that's what I've been working on this week. I'm going to go uh, deliver them to him tomorrow. And uh, now, you know, not lose money on that project. Instead, uh, actually make some. So that's always nice. Wonderful. Yeah. So, you know, just a little put it out there. Don't uh, don't count your disasters until they hatch. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. what have you been up to, Morley? <laughs> um, man, I have been knee deep, shoulder deep in this puzzle box video. Um. It is almost done. It's getting really close. And I've had like two, three solid days of just like being zeroed in on it and not in a bad way. Like I'm not tired of it. Um, it is, it's a lot of work to put in because I'm doing, um, like multiple cameras, doing some slow-mo footage, voiceover, creating the STL files and the assembly instructions. So if people want to download and make it themselves, they can, um, did the little part where Eden was opening it up. And I am just like so excited to put it out. Um, so I actually have a question for you guys because I'm, I'm debating something. All right. So because because like this project has been like so much has gone into it, my initial thought was I wanted to do a premiere because I thought it would be fun. But yeah, I'm starting to want to do that less and less because it seems like it will just get in the way of me wanting to post it when I want to. Um, because I, in my isn't, head, the best the time premiere, for the post, what was that? Don't, isn't the premiere, the actual post, like you, once you've yeah. done, once the premiere is finished, the post is then just up. It is. Yeah. But I would want to do the premiere at a time when a lot of people could watch it, which may not necessarily coincide with the best time to post the finished right. video. So right. what I'm thinking now, and let me present the options before you guys, before you guys weigh in. And so after I was like, okay, maybe I went to the premiere, I was thinking, well, probably would be good to post it the day after Christmas because then like a lot of people are free, a lot of free time, bada bing, bada boom. It's a Saturday. There we go. Lots of eyeballs. But now I'm thinking, well, initially I was thinking Christmas would be a terrible day because no one will see it. However, Christmas is on a Friday and I would think that many people who celebrate Christmas, not including myself, are not making videos that day. So it might be this this nice little vacuum to just kind of put it out. And if people are getting bored of their families on Christmas day, they'll be like, Oh, a sweet new video. Perfect. What do you think, Grant? I think you should do a premiere anyways. 
And if one person comes in, great. If no one comes in, you know what? You get to watch your video in silence. Like, it's not a – like, the thing with premieres is in, in, until you have a ginormous following, it doesn't matter what you do. It's going to be difficult to get the people there. Right. Yeah, even if you have, like, the best primetime slot still. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just do it. And if people show up, they show up. Or don't – like, don't don't make whether or not people are going to be there be the deciding factor on whether or not you do it. Mm-hmm. If someone shows up, then do it and and be happy they showed up. Okay. And what do you think about the Christmas Day thing? Do you think that like posting on Christmas would not be the worst thing in the world? I think it would be the worst thing in the world, not because of the vacuum. Yes. I just think like it's just not a good day to post a video that isn't Christmas related. Hmm. I was literally just thinking about this today. So um, I've been watching someone who live streams every day and I thought, I wonder if he's going to live stream on Christmas day. I thought surely not right. Because like people are going to be busy with their families. It's the one day that like wives are going to be like, don't you dare go on your phone. Like this is family day. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be, I think it'd be really hard for people to get away from the family and everything to actually watch a video, nor would they really, are they really going to be like, Oh, I can't wait to watch this video. No, I'll just watch it tomorrow. I, I do think like Boxing Day is a perfectly good, which is apparently nothing in the yeah. States. Thank you for the correction, Jacob. <laughs> I had no clue it was a Commonwealth only holiday and I called it Americanized when it was clearly commercialized. Um, yeah, I think Boxing Day is a perfect, like if you want to release it, release it Boxing Day. No one will ever say anything negative. No one will actually say anything negative, but I think oh, there I is something to saying, be. I don't care about people saying anything negative. I just care about like, I am like so, so proud of this video and I want as many people to see it as possible. So like that, that is what I want. I want to put it out at a time where it's like, it won't get lost in the shuffle and the people it, that I want to see is it, it ready. No, but it will definitely re- be ready on Christmas. Like I know my pace and I like, I was thinking days, more Christmas Eve. Um, Christmas Eve might be a stretch, but like I could probably get it done for Christmas Eve. Do box, box I would, do, I would right do boxing day. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah, good to know. That's, that's the day to do it. Christmas, like you're actually spending it with your family and you're happy. Yeah. The Boxing Day, you're spending it with your in-laws. <laughs> okay. See, this is this is why I <laughs> asked you guys. It's like we talked about last week. Like I just have very little conception of like what actually goes on on Christmas Day other than like <laughs> none of my friends can hang out and nothing is open. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, right there, when you just said none of your friends can hang out, that, that's exactly why I wouldn't put it out. If they can't hang out, then they're not going to have time to watch a video. That's a, that's a wonderful point. Yeah. Um, yeah. So as I mentioned, like, it's funny, Eden and I have been watching, have you guys seen the show you, um, it's it's a little old, has a couple seasons of it. Yeah. So we're watching it right now. And there's this, there's this part in the show where they call their relationship, like an everything ship, which has like really stuck in my head. And I feel like this project is my everything ship. Like it wow. encompasses everything I have learned up to this point in making and making videos. Um, and it just feels like this perfect cap on to 2020. Like I'm, that's one of the reasons yeah. like I'm so excited to put it out. And that actually is a perfect segue into what we were going to talk about this week, which is one reflecting on 2020 and, <laughs> and two looking forward to 2021. And, um, what our goals are for that so we had we had a few we had a little bit of an outline um and we can we can 
keep it more structured or we can mix it up a little bit. But we wanted to think about our own goals for 2021. And something I've heard is a, and used as a wonderful goal setting exercise is also something we want to stop doing because um, it can be really easy to overcommit to things. But if you think about like if you want to fit more things in, then taking one thing out can be a much more sustainable way of doing that. Mm-hmm. And then also just um, reflecting on this podcast. I mean, this is episode 34, which means that we've been doing this for, well, you guys have been doing it for over 34 weeks and I've been doing it for 30 or 32. Something. 32. <laughs> you were on episode three. Yeah. And um, it's been a blast. So, I mean, I guess I'll just start it out because I'm kind of already talking about that. But I just feel like in this short amount of time, like these recordings have become so much more comfortable and fun. Like mm-hmm. when you first start a podcast, like it's really nerve wracking to start doing it and it doesn't feel natural and you're tripping over your words and you don't feel like you can fully express yourself. It's like starting in any art form. It's There's the like first video you make. Yeah. It's like, you're not really expressing yourself at first. You're just trying to become proficient at the medium. So yeah. I am just, I'm so happy with like, how much more comfortable I've been able to feel with you guys and like um, how much more fun this has been. And I hope that comes across to the listener. Well, it comes across to me. So, and I don't even listen, Uh, (laughs) but uh, that's, I I, a hundred percent agree with you. It's, it's definitely one thing, you know, I've felt the same way. And it's so with starting recording those little mini podcasts for my Patreons, uh, it's it's so much harder to talk to myself uh, on a podcast than I don't know how the people who do it, who just talk to themselves and put out a podcast like that. I don't. That's so hard because I'm so used to being able to like pause for a second and someone else could take over. Yeah, it's funny. Like, I think a lot of those people who do solo podcasts are yeah, yeah that was perfect. Are yeah. uh, are comedians, and you even notice in a lot of those solo comedian podcasts that like they almost yeah. pause for laughter at certain points. And I right. think they are the people who are most well positioned to do that because they have the most experience talking almost to themselves. Right. So, I mean, but you're yeah. probably better doing at it now that you've at least had this experience in a podcast than if you had never done it before. Oh, well, like if I compare it to doing voiceover prior, I used to write out a script and still like have problems with my words. So now I can at least speak into a microphone and not have as many issues uh, coming up with words that, oh God, I'm just failing at this, (laughs) failing at exactly what I'm saying I'm doing better at. Coming up with words, what's all you got coming up with words? (laughs) Yeah, so vocabulary. Yeah, but but even still, on top of that, like recording a voiceover, you re- you're narrating a video, whereas I, I could not imagine people that do like a solo podcast just trying to get a conversation going with yourself, essentially. Yeah, like I know the Bill Burr podcast. I've listened to a ton of his over the years, and he has this great like little conversation really with himself like you're talking about it's like he has like a back and forth with himself maybe he has problems but (laughs) he does a good job at it it definitely takes a specific type of person i do think that like 99.9 percent of people could not talk to themselves for an hour and have it be an entertaining output yeah yeah that's that's the thing have it be entertaining yeah so that's the one thing you so we're going with this one thing we liked about the show 
in 2020. Yeah, just reflecting and looking forwards. It doesn't have to be so rigid. Yeah, no, I just I, – I'll go with my one what thing I like. are we doing the, doing the things? Uh, don't worry about it. It's not that <laughs> – we're not that rigid. Okay. One thing I liked about it is uh, – is I felt I've gotten really better at doing. I really enjoy doing the thumbnails. I enjoy coming up with thumbnails and titles for the episodes. I've really enjoyed coming up with different ways to either include or or make a pun of clamps or you know how to how to how to work that into each thumbnail. I've really enjoyed that, and I feel it's like increased my. I don't know. I want to call photoshopping ability, but <laughs> my graphic design. Yeah, and so creativity and um, everything too, because like you're you're able to boil yeah. down the episode into like a very simple graphic. Yeah, yeah. So anyone that has noticed on the last couple of Instagram posts that the um, our recommend our recommendations for the week have a frame around them now. That's uh, that amazing artwork is done by Grant, and it looks uh, it looks really good. But it, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Adam? What's what's one thing that you liked well, about the podcast? <laughs> Funny, exactly, exactly what you were just saying. So, um, one of the things I like is that we're not completely scripted, and that we can go off topic. And you know, we, yeah, we're, we're not always trying to just stay on topic and just be a, like a basic, you know, talk about one thing. Like we, if it goes off topic, we don't care. We just let the conversation flow. Totally. For sure. That is one thing. One thing I'd like to change is that we don't do that. No, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> uh, but what if you guys could be like, Adam, if you could pick something that you want to improve for 2021 about the podcast, what would it be? Definitely my hosting capabilities. <laughs> I think you do a great job. As long, when you remember that you're the host, you do a great job. Yeah. I, it's not that I forget that. Well, actually, no, I do forget I'm host because I'm too busy in the conversation. I get distracted. I get distracted very easy. Um, but yeah. So, what about we missed to ask Molly what he likes about the show? He started it. No, yeah. I mean, I, I think I, I kind of said it. But one thing I want to, yeah. I think, moving forwards is like, I feel like we've been, we've been each episode has been like tighter and more engaging and more fun than the last. And I kind of just want to like continue on yeah. the, that path. It's like when I, sure. I listen, whenever I listen to like more quote unquote professional podcasts, that's always the thing I'm blown away by is how tight it is. And it's just like this like constant rapport, even if it's not edited um, and very, very engaging. And I think like we're, we're on this really good path, but it's, it's just takes like, it takes reps. It takes work and putting that in. Totally. I'm just kind of excited to see that evolution continue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm with you hundred percent on that. And I think one thing that takes reps is segues. And I'd mm. like us to get to a point where we don't say that word ever again. Oh, that's why you gave me that look because I said segue. <laughs> yeah, because you're like, I have this great segue before we started. I was like, okay, uh-huh. great. And then you started the great segue. And then you said, and this is my great segue. And I go, oh. <laughs> You're like, and this that's really, hard, that's, I, that's uh, the main part. Yeah. Anyways, I, I, I know that's – if you do it as a meme, it's great. If you do it because you're just tr- using it, the word segue to segue. Yeah. It's I a think crutch. One of my, that's the word. Yeah, one of my good crutch. mates keeps calling him memes. Oh, no. <laughs> that's the worst. Mm. Yeah, we never let him go. Uh, All right. So let's yeah. segue 
and now that's a meme <laughs> because now I'm intentional about it into, uh, into more individual goals. Um, yes. and the first thing I thought of, because I've been spending kind of like so much time lasered into this puzzle box is I want to do more bigger projects in 2021. Small projects are fun. And some of them end up being this like wonderful opportunity in terms of like efficient output. Like you do this one small project and you get all these great things out of it. But most, most, most of the time, putting a lot of work into it. And I'm not, not talking big as in physical scale. I was about to say, I'm, I'm talking assuming big, you mean as in complexity. Yeah. I mean big as in complexity and work put in and original, originality and inventiveness. Having those complex elements in it, like there is so much learning that comes out of those and so many opportunities and so much growth. Um, totally. And I think that's something I wish I did a little more in 2020. Um, I think I think I, I did need these smaller projects to continue developing my like hands-on skills and video making skills. But now I feel like I'm like, I I'm really excited to do like more big projects and I feel like well-equipped to do them. And I think that's exactly it. You need to do a certain amount of, you can't jump, like some people can jump into the big project and do it and, and do it really well. But I think if you want to be as prepared as possible, you don't start with the Empire State Building, right? Mm-hmm. That's not your first project. It's not that architect's first project. It's not like, you know what I mean? You're going to build some smaller stuff first, right? And even that, you're not going to start with that. You start with a small model of that and you build it up and like, you know what I mean? So I think that's a really good, it's a good thing like, like that you, you've self-reflected and, and saw that. Because I think that's something that's really important that a lot of people don't get is, is you can't always jump in to the big complex projects and succeed. And if you do these incremental smaller projects, you'll get better at it. And even just think about filming. I know the more complex projects I've done, like the uh, the, the little toy kitchen is probably the, the most complex project I've done. Just filming it, like the amount of hours I filmed because I wasn't confident at filming a complex project. So I wanted to capture everything. Like I think it was like six hours of video or four hours of video to end up with like an 11 minute video. It's like the, the more you do that, the, the closer that editing time, the less you'd leave on the editing floor. So I think yeah, it's all that kind of stuff. And Grant, I think this is something you've spoke about in passing over time, but like you also want to do those complex projects justice. You want them to have like the best, po- if you're making a video about it, which kind of we're, we're kind of talking about implicitly here and just kind of assuming that like, you could you could probably make that project, that really difficult project, and make a video about it and call that a success. But yeah. if you spend more time developing your skills, and this time that I spent developing my skills, I now feel like this puzzle box is like exactly how I want it to look. And the video itself, it's like it's it's, it's about like building up the chops to express yourself, like exactly what we were saying totally. at the beginning of the episode. Totally. Yeah. Well, I think that's a really great you know, thing to reflect on, you know, in thinking about what I wanted, my kind of goals, some of my goals for 2021, I I reflected back on what my goal was for 2020, Um, which obviously 2020, we don't need to say why it was shit, but uh, it kind of went a different way than I thought it was going to (laughs) go. 
so one of my goals was to like I I try and set goals that make it that aren't that are specific but aren't like detail oriented or something. Hmm. My goal was finish more projects than I start. Um. So it's very it's very specific. All I have to do is count how many projects did I start and how many projects did I finish, right? It's but it wasn't like finish five projects, right? So I haven't tallied them all. I'm pretty sure I've finished more than I've started, um, which was the ultimate goal. But I, I obviously there's been some big projects that I haven't finished that I, I've wanted to. But that's where I felt like if I do it this way, I will make sure that I don't set myself up for failure and don't put a bunch of pressure on myself that is unnecessary. Um so in thinking about what to set up as for goals for 2021, I want to think the same way. And I think something I've thought about a lot is uh, Morley, I think, said something along the lines of, you know, you're very intentional with the time you spend on stuff. Yeah, I try. And I, yeah, you try to be. So my goal, it will be to, to if I'm going to waste time, waste time in, in quotation marks, if I'm going to spend, play a game, if I'm going to relax Right. If I'm going to watch a YouTube video that has no connection to making or whatever, if I'm going to just stare at memes for an hour, which I do sometimes, um, mm -hmm. I'm going to be okay with that. If that's what I say, I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. I want to, I want to go this for the next hour. That's what I'm going to do. I don't want to be looking back in an hour and going, why did I just do that? Right. Yeah. Use it as like an opportunity to recharge or relax or right. find inspiration. Right. I'm going to try and recognize when I need that. So I'm intentional with the time I'm spending nice. because I found that's what my problem in 2020 was, is that I had time and I would look back at it and go, what did I do? I wasted my entire day. I want to stop looking back and going, I wasted it. I don't care if I did the exact same thing, but I said, that's what I'm going to do today. I'm okay with it. If I say yeah. today is going to be video games in your pajamas day, I'm okay with that. And if I do something on top of that, even better. But yeah, that's my goal. Yeah, there's there's nothing worse than in the when in the morning a day feels like it's going really well, and then you kind of end up squandering it, and you're like, oh, like I had such a good setup, but I didn't really take full advantage of it. Oh, but mine mine is worse. Like by eleven o'clock, I'll feel like I haven't done anything. Right? It's like okay, I woke up at nine. And then I had breakfast and then all of a sudden it's 11. And I'm like, the day's done. And I'm like, it's not like, I'm not going exactly to bed. Me. I'm not going to bed for at least 12 more hours. At least like I've never gone to bed before 11. So I've got 12 more hours. That's a lot of time I have to do things. Why am I calling the day done by 11 o'clock if I haven't done anything? I don't know. It's because I'm not intentional about my time. But yeah, it, it's, it is equally as bad when i when i do wake up early wake up at seven get started and then drift off into nothingness i don't know wake up what about seven. you adam me and adam have been going back me and grant have been going back and forth a lot um <laughs> what are some of your uh, goals you've been thinking about um okay so like maker and youtube related um really want to try and get to 1k subs by the end of next year and I think finding the style that I want to keep and keep doing that style is probably going to be the biggest thing for that. Mm -hmm. I'm really enjoying the like the sort of B-roll, sort of long commercial style videos. 
Um, but I miss, I also miss like the explanation part of it. So how you guys have started on Patreon, your little um, like mini podcast things. I'm thinking that would be like perfect for my style of video is yeah. to like have a little podcast that explains what I did and that sort of stuff. But in saying that I would also, it's funny because I need like the 1k subs to have the community post to sort of have what I want, but I would love to actually like put out the podcast like a few days later and actually get input from people and like question, like any questions and stuff that I could then answer in yeah. the little, the little pod thing. So. so for me, the way I get around that, excuse me, I, I enjoy explaining what I did is I do an instructables post. Yeah. I just don't so have patience. And I can get that, but that's the way that I get around it is that I, I do that in, I make a video I enjoy watching and I do the education part in a written way because that's how I enjoy reading. I enjoy yeah. watching a short video that does the entire thing very quickly and reading a long post about it that I can skip yeah. around and go back and reread steps that I don't understand. I don't know. I think my I'm problem weird. with Instructables is I don't know how to like how to word things in long format if they make like you know, be like I cut the wood, I put the wood here. I screwed down. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, how, like how, how do you make it, like, describe what you're doing? Yeah. But like with, like, but not in like three words per step. You know what I mean? Like that's, I, that's where I feel like I go wrong with instructables. Yeah. Well, I think that's less again, it's reps. Just start doing it and you'll get better at it. Yeah. Well, I but, was going to do one for the, um, for the drum table and also for the bench, but there's no competitions going yet. So I'm going to wait. There's none, a, relatable, yeah. none related to that. I mean, fair. Yeah. yeah. I'm Adam. I'm glad you said um, the part about finding your style with like the shorter videos, because I think, I think a really important part about like setting goals is things that are in your control. And I think the one mm. K subs may actually not be something that you can really control to a certain extent, but you might be able to affect that outcome in the way that you create videos and like yeah, 100%. deliver a value proposition to people who like might want to subscribe to you. So like, I think that is right. something that like could definitely happen, but it is, it's not something that is totally in your control. Yeah. 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 hundred percent. And that, and that, so I remember in 2019, uh, David Pajuto put out his like vision board thing. And on that vision board was one of the things he had on there was he wanted to get to 2 million subs. And when he was when he did that, he was at like five hundred thousand, and that's yeah. potentially a possibility. Like I've seen people go insanely, grow insanely quickly, and it has nothing to do with him. But it's exactly what you just said. That's not in his control. Yeah, he could p- produce the best videos, and people don't subscribe. Like it's not something in his control. So I always looked at goals like that and went, they're not. That's not the type of goal you should be setting. And I really like the fact that you brought that up, Morley. Yeah, I think it's just a good thing to think about. It's interesting. Like, I think it is, it can be a valuable exercise as well. And maybe a better term is like, like milestones are helpful. Um, because then you can also look back. I think it's, it's great when you look back at like nine months ago and you're like, I thought I would be at this point and now I'm way past it. And that feels really, yeah. really good because all these wonderful things that I couldn't have anticipated happened. So awesome right. and but, things will continue to accelerate but you could set the goal i want to make one video per week there you go right or one video per month even 
right? And that's within your control, right? And, and you can look back and go, I, I like you just don't set the goal. You can go, I would hope to be at, right? Or like you can envision in the future. But it's actually the thing I want to stop doing the most uh, next year, which I probably won't be able to actually do, is stop obsessing over numbers. Hmm. <laughs> I, I've gotten way better at it. Uh, I used to check the podcast numbers every single day. I used to check, like, at one point I was checking my YouTube numbers hourly, it seemed like. Like, and I was, like, the numbers are so small, they're practically meaningless. But I was, like, obsessing over them until I finally got it through my head that I go, like, you you gain or lose a sub a day. It doesn't change anything in your life. Stop worrying about things that, like you said, aren't in your control and start worrying about producing the best video you can produce. Yeah. That's great. I think I can count on my hands how many times I've looked at my analytics. <laughs> I put out a video and I respond to comments. That's about it. Yeah. But I that's probably also, look at them. You know. I probably look at them too much. Mm. It doesn't feel debilitating, but like it, it is I, this like silly go to where it's like, this isn't, I'm not learning anything from this. Right, and I would. That's exactly. I was going too that's often, look at but now I've learned what to look at and how I can learn from it. Mm-hmm. And so I look at that better. I look at stuff like my audience retention where it dips, and I try and go, "Was that something I could change? Right? Is that something that I I don't like? There's parts of my videos where they dip, and I go, "I don't care. I'm putting that in. I like that part." And there's other parts of the video where I go, "That dipped. Why did that dip? What can I do to make that better?" Like I've found Instagram, if I put putting oil on a on a board and I see posts that are crazy big, like you just put oil on walnut and it blows up on Instagram, right? And you and I have the one of my best vid- performing videos. I have the oil on walnut part is uh, where everyone drops off, and I go. I don't understand. It's literally the part on Instagram that like blew up for me. And on on YouTube is like the lowest part of the video other than me talking. It's all about context, right? (laughs) Totally. But it's just like an interesting part to think about, like try and learn from it. So from that, I've learned on YouTube, people don't want to see a long extended finish process. Hmm. Even if the transformation is there, they see, oh, some brown wood may became darker brown and that's, <laughs> and they, they want that to be over in three seconds, just like Sandra. Congratulations. You wet a piece of wood. Yeah. I, I, so I've been, I've been treating the finishing process the same as sanding. I just show as least as possible because people right. don't care. Right. Which is crazy to me because on Instagram, like finish process, like it can, you can blow up a post with it. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So one thing, one thing I want to stop doing, um, and it's a bit of a cop out cause I've already kind of stopped doing it, but it, it has a good overall lesson. So I'm still going to say it. I mentioned, I think I mentioned in the podcast, I'm pretty sure it's in the podcast and not in the after show that I was looking into the, uh, the freelance audiobook recording and I did a few tryouts uh, or I did, I did a few auditions and then I very quickly fell out of it. And I think the reason for that is. I realized that like, it's something I would want to put a lot of time in if I wanted to get good at. Sorry, I worded that wrong. It's something I would need to put a lot of time in if I wanted to be successful at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but why? Like, it's not, 
something that I find like inherent, inherently engaging or fun. Um, it would be this big time suck in a way, almost similar to YouTube, but making videos and making my own videos of projects that I care about is something that I really, really enjoy and something that I can be very self-motivated with. So I think I realized pretty early on that like, I'm not even getting any like secondary benefits from it. Like I mentioned, I've mentioned before, like one of the reasons I do it doing like the bike courier work is because I get like paid to exercise, (laughs) which is really nice. Like it's like I'm, I'm in my apart in the apartment for a lot of the day making and video editing and, and whatever else. And then I can like get out and about, see some different restaurants, bike around, have some nice interactions with people. So it has these great secondary benefits, but then it's like the audiobook stuff, from the very little amount of time that I put into it, it was like, this doesn't even have secondary benefits. It's more time in front of my computer struggling because this isn't something that comes very naturally to me. So in, I guess to like get something larger from that, like something I want to stop doing are things that aren't, don't have a primary benefit and also don't have a secondary benefit that, be beyond like money, obviously. Yeah, but I mean, even there, it's like there are much more efficient ways of making money. It's like um, Scott Galloway talks about in Post Corona, like certain things in life are a tournament, like being a very successful actor or being a successful YouTuber. You're going to have a lot of people competing for very few spots at the top. Right. And like there's only so many tournaments you can commit yourself to. So like a tournament like that is something I'm like, I'm already involved in one. Like I don't need, I don't need another one in my life. Um, And the other thing too, is because I have finite time and I realized recently that like, just you, no, no one else has finite time. Everyone else has infinite time. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's, it's, it's the, it's the one non-renewable resource in my life. Like I can always make more money, but I'll never get time back. Um, And I want to spend more time in 2021 um, looking for a job, working for someone else that I find is inventive, that is building my skills um, in working with people who inspire me. Like I think it, it 2020 has been this like very, very interesting year in that I spent basically like full-time hours like working on my own making and video creation, all these other creative pursuits. But like barring any unforeseen circumstances, like barring this puzzle box video, like blowing up and catapulting <laughs> me to the next level. Like, like it would be kind of nice to have like a sustainable income again and not be uh, blowing through my savings, not blowing through them, but s- slowly right. bleeding through them. But your, your, your YouTube AdSense isn't, uh, isn't like lighting up your bank account. No, right. No. It's it's a welcome uh, benefit, but no, it's not. Yeah, it's not carrying the load. And I think I, I've slowly sort of like realized the types of thing work I would like to do. Um, I'm going to look more into invention firms, um, maybe some toy makers. Prop oh, toy makers re- is good. Yeah, yeah. I realized that the prop building and product development and special effects is this kind of big overlap, um, and there's a lot of inventiveness in that. So that's something I want to seriously continue looking into into in 2021, especially because like Toronto is such a great city. There's so much opportunity here. And like, I also want to connect more with the Toronto maker community. And I, I know I kind of just rolled two goals into one, but like, um, 
yeah, this city has a lot like to 20, offer. 2020 a lot of- was a hard one to connect with people. For sure, for sure. And <laughs> right? Like the vaccine moves quickly, like hopefully that will be a more realistic goal. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm, get, I'm getting excited to work with other people who I feel like we can do great things together and I can learn from them. Well, I hope one day you you move, like walk the three minutes all the way over to Zach Build's house, um, yeah. and uh, or wherever <laughs> house apartment whatever he lives in, and like make him a three D printed uh, thingamabob for one of his projects. You should totally do that. Definitely more collabs. I'm so yeah. for it. I think collabs are great, and I think that is something that that you should definitely think about doing and you should only commit to it. Like I, I'm really, I, I, I took, so something that I, I, I took as advice from 2019 to do in 2020 was to say yes to everything and saying yes to everything is great except when it isn't. So I have uh, a, a collab pending with like I've had a bunch this year, but, and they've kind of like, they've, they've put pressure on me and pressure isn't bad, but I have a collab with, with, uh, with the guy and I feel bad because I haven't done it yet. And, you know, he sent me something in the fall and, you know, I was hoping that I would get something out and I just like the thing he sent me, I want to make into something and I don't want to make something like crappy so I've been like hesitant to do it. And so I think part of 2021 goal setting is I might think what like evaluate your yeses better. Yeah. Right. Saying yes to everything is great. And yeah. And eventually, and he's not mad. I've talked to him. He is not mad at all that we haven't finished this thing. And it's, you know, it is what it is. Um, and one day I will get this video out and then he'll be happy and everything will be great. But uh, I, I definitely know it's one of those things where I go, you know, I, I wish that I, I'd been more like, boom, let's get this done. Um, mm-hmm. It's actually like a very interesting story of the, the pieces that he sent to me actually came from uh, Caleb from You Can Make This Too. He made a giant table and these are the offcuts from Caleb's table. That then uh, Will from uh, uh, what's it JK I don't know I can't JK Will White is his name but uh, I can't remember his thing anyways something about JK it's like Jeep reference anyways he he made these epoxy and uh, and and wood combinations that I'm gonna make into something anyways I wish that I had. When I got them, I was like super excited, but I just couldn't think of the project that that made it work with that. And it's like one of those things where it's like, if I had more reps in, I think I would be more likely to to be able to do it. Like if Jimmy, if it's like Jimmy was the one who gave the advice, say yes to everything, but Jimmy has done everything. Hmm. So when he says yes to something, it's. But I think Jimmy also used saying yes to everything as a way to like build his skills. I think. If, yeah. if I follow the chronology right, I think when he was doing that, he was still relatively inexperienced. Well, he said yes to come on this podcast. That's true. <laughs> Maybe because I actually referenced that advice he gave us as a, as, a, as the why he should come <laughs> on this podcast. Because like he gave that advice in 2019 at a at the Makers uh, Rendezvous. 
Mm-hmm. But you also need to keep know. in mind that like someone like Jimmy, that's his full time job. He has the time. You know, if you say yes to everything, you're not going to have the time to do it all. Okay, you know what? Morley should say yes to everything. I should evaluate my yeses <laughs> better. Well, t- I think t- most importantly, though, did you say yes to the dress? No, um, I didn't, and yet we still got it. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, but you know like, that, that is actually something morally you should take that advice because that's what your goal is to make things. So when someone comes to you with an opportunity, and I don't think I've, you've ever said no to anything, as far oh, as I, I know, hey, no, I definitely have, and. Hey, I, I think Never it's I, I think it's more nuanced than that. Like I have sometimes I'll wake up in the morning and I'll see a text from someone that says like, "Hey, like I got this really. Th- I want you to make this thing for me," and I'll get a knee jerk reaction one way or the other, either yes or no. And I've gotten a lot better at like not responding to them immediately because a lot of times my f- initial reaction is not the correct one. Sometimes mm-hmm. those opportunities like can have a lot of learning wrapped up in them. Mm-hmm. And um, like I got one today and my initial reaction this morning, like I was sitting on the toilet before I had my coffee. I was just thinking like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. But now like having a full like 18 <laughs> hours of really productive work behind me. Now I'm like, Oh, that like not 18, 14 hours of productive work behind me. Um, I was like, Oh, maybe that could be really interesting. So I think just leaving a little more space, is really useful yeah. as well. Okay. And just thinking about it a little more. I guess in, in 2021, I want to see opportunities and evaluate them. Yeah. Better. Nice. I don't know. I think that's great. Cool. A, that's a lofty goal of nothingness. That's not specific, <laughs> measurable, attainable, realistic, or timely. But yeah. See, Grant, if you were hosting, you would have presented those requirements right off the bat because i know you yeah well this is why i didn't want to this is why i gave up hosting duties for this episode uh but no i i do think that smart goals are great and but i also think that sometimes life life isn't specific measurable attainable realistic or timely life is life Mm -hmm. so you need to set goals that make sense with your life right yeah this isn't business right if you're setting goals for your business, they should be that. They shouldn't be like, I'd like us to be, my goal is that we're really good. Okay, well, that doesn't mean anything, <laughs> right? Like, this is the thing. you got to think about wh- what does it mean to you? I want my goal in 2021 is I want to be a better person. Okay, great. That's That can be your personal goal. But if you go, I want to be a better business, it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't help you. That goal doesn't doesn't put you forward uh in any way right that's a really good point right but but people aren't businesses yeah Hmm. cool is there any other goals you guys wanted to cover i feel like i kind of i covered i put a a message in zencaster so let's um let's do that and then we can move on to the finishing stuff okay go for it yeah you kick it off then Okay. All right then. Um, so one of my other goals that I had for this for next year, I think could be great for all of us to answer. And that is one thing you would like to learn in 2021. So I really, um, I don't know why, but I've been addicted to reels lately. Can't stand TikTok, but I'm loving reels. Um, <laughs> and a lot of the reels I come across is like people showing you how to take photos. Like, you know, it shows like their iOS settings and 
exposure settings and all that sort of stuff and and then like shows the finished photo so i've really wanting to get into photography and learn a lot more of like how my camera works and not necessarily just the video side of it but also just like photos themselves and um yeah so i think i'm going to try and like self-study photography as much as i can cool yeah one one thing that i would love to get better at is it's it's difficult to put this into words because i'm on the spot but essentially the process (laughs) of getting an inkling of an idea and developing that into like an executable project and that is some that is Mm -hmm. one thing like i really admire in ben ueda is the fact that it seems like he can like get an idea turn it into a project and execute it and go through that cycle like very efficiently and that is something i would like to learn to do better in 2021 i feel like i sometimes like get inklings of an idea and just like cannot figure out for the life of me the best way to execute them for my situation um and some t- and it seems like like the projects that you all see are a lot of projects where the idea comes very quickly and it seems really right in the moment. But some of those ideas just mull. And I know there's something there, but it's really difficult to like dig out from those depths, like exactly how I'm going to do it. So I would like right. to become better at that process. Well, I, I think that kind of segues nicely into mine. Uh, in that <laughs> I want to what like I want to carry a sketchbook. And why this is something I want to learn is I want to learn how to sketch better. And why this segues nicely is because I often have great ideas in my mind that if I could figure out the way to put them on paper, I might actually be able to make them. Hmm. And by not being able to put them on paper, I can't get them out of my mind. If I can't get them on paper, I'm not going to be able to oftentimes be able to get them into like a real medium like a wood or metal or whatever. So I want to carry a sketchbook that I'm okay. Like, I just want to be able to have it there that in a pencil at all times, boom, it's ready, go. Right. And by having that and then learning how to sketch a little better and maybe working on my drawing skills, cause they're pretty piss poor right now. Um, and, and maybe even like trying to take a class in perspective, because I think that's where, where the, biggest problems I have is that I'll, I'll get frustrated with trying to draw something three-dimensionally. Um, like when I was a kid, I used to draw all the time, all the time. I got in trouble in class for drawing and doodling and everything. And I have like things that I've drawn from when I was a kid, but they were always reproductions of someone else's. And they were like line for line copies of people. So I can do like a like I could I can like if I see something I can draw it. But getting the thing from my head to look like the thing from my head on paper, I have a hard time of. So that's something I'd like to learn a little better. And I have a book you somewhere. Make yourself a, um, you should make yourself a leather sketchbook with a pencil holder. So I, I have these little instructables uh, uh sketchbooks that I win in competitions all the time. And so I have a few of those. Oh, look at that. And I was thinking it's time for Grant to tell us he won instructables again. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking of uh of making a nice little leather uh sketch holder sketchbook holder thing yeah, for for these. Um, hmm. cuz they're I think an actual like normal size 
thing that like you can just buy off the shelf. But th- these ones look nice because they have because they remind me of how awesome I am. Um, five and a half. Be really cool to have that if um, my if my memory serves me correctly. <laughs> yeah. What was that? Adam? Really cool to have that like um, reusable aspects. Like once the sketchbook is book is full, you can just pull it out and put a new a fresh one in. Yeah. Exactly. So that's one thing I'd like to learn how to sketch better. And uh, that might take some time because I have a book here somewhere that's, uh, you know, how to draw. And I, I started reading it. I went, that doesn't make any sense to me. And I went, like, it doesn't, like, it doesn't even start off with the part that made any sense. So I'm going to have to try something different. (laughs) Step one, draw the outline of the owl. Step two, draw the rest of the owl. (laughs) Exactly. That's how it felt. I was like, what is happening here? Have you seen um, Adam Savage's notebooks? No, I haven't. So he he does the same thing. He carries around a little notebook and he has them from back when, like before he got his first job. Oh, like, wow. He just has like hundreds of notebooks and like you look through them and like some of them are just the most weirdest scribbles that you look at and go, what the hell is that even meant to be? Huh. But it works. I th- and I think that's a good point. I think one, I don't think you should judge your own sketches too harshly because I think above all it is a tool and an exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, and and just the trying to like put something in your head onto paper, that activity alone is very, very useful. And I just because it doesn't look good doesn't mean that it's not a, a useful exercise. Totally. I I just yeah. Yeah. It's you when it like yourself in front of people. When you're like when you start looking like you're drawing an MC Escher thing and that wasn't your goal, that's when you go, What happened here? No, I know what you mean. <laughs> right. Like, I didn't mean this desk to be like, I don't know, half a stop sign. I don't know how to, how to, how to explain that in a, in a better way, but that's pretty much what it looked like at the top of my desk. And I went, ah, I screwed that up. That's yeah. supposed to, that angle went that way. They're both obtuse. One of them needs to be cute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to our clamp mandations. Um, and I will kick it off. So this week, Andrew Zato put out an awesome video. Um, He's been working on it for quite some time. It is a mid-century nightstand made from recycled skateboards. And it is just such a fun video. He does a skate break in it. Like you can tell that it took months to create um, in the way he put together footage over time. There's this wonderful superimposed dancing cats all over the video. It's just awesome. And the end product itself is like absolutely stunning. He made this, uh, I think they're called Louis cubes, um, the sort of three-dimensional cube optical illusions that form the face of the nightstand. Um, yeah, it was awesome. I would highly recommend it. Andrew Zato, his newest video. Go check it out. Hmm. Well, I've already done that, so... I know. I saw your comment. Uh, what about you, Adam? What is your uh, what is your clamp mandation this week? So my clamp mandation this week is Pask Makes put out a video making a jigsaw puzzle out of like literally just a piece of wood. So the whole jigsaw puzzle is just the the grain of the wood, which I don't know. I find that insane to even put back together. Oh, that's a cool idea. But anyway, he did yeah. So he did this little trick in it where he printed. He printed with an ink printer onto, um, um, what's it called? Sticker like paper, but without the sticker. 
Oh, no, okay. so he printed it onto like sticker paper, so like the glossy size, so that it wouldn't actually stick to it. It would just like go onto it, and then he rolled that onto the wood to transfer the ink onto the like onto the piece of wood. And I thought it was such a great idea. He hmm. said uh, it didn't work out as dark as he would have liked, but it. Um, he tried it on a lighter piece of wood, and it was a lot better. Interesting. Yeah. I have to I have to give that one a watch. I haven't watched that one yet yeah. because I didn't really want to make a puzzle <laughs> but if there's little like yeah. i think this is the problem is sometimes there's these little videos where you go well there's a great tip in there if i would just watch it and yeah just hmm. that i stared at memes so, for an hour <laughs> i know that he has <laughs> i know that he has a cnc and i thought oh yeah you know so he's like he's just cut the puzzle out with a cnc he literally cut out every single piece with a scroll saw you know, wow. that makes a lot of sense because the kerf of even like the smallest router bit would be too much for a puzzle. Like puzzles, I mean, cardboard puzzles have zero kerf because I'm pretty sure they're just punched with a blade. Yeah. Mm. A laser would work well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or an e- or even better, uh, an EDM, the electronic discharge cutters that are like literally a, a human hair's worth of kerf. Wow. Have you ever seen those gifts of like yeah. someone pulling um, an EDM the piece cut? Of- the metal Jigsaw puzzle piece out of a block of aluminum. And once they drop no. it, you can't even see the piece. You can't even say it. Yeah. That's insane. It's, it's incredible. EDM for me is electronic dance music. So yeah, I, I'm pretty sure that's the uh, acronym. It's essentially like a hot wire cutter, but much more technical. Like it looks like a hot wire cutter though. Yeah. Hot wire cutters, by the way, are super cool to use. When I worked at the hobby store, we had them for cutting foam to make, uh, remote controlled airplanes mm. and it was super fun to use it's just like a battery with a piece of wire it I was bet. awesome i think i might have used those in like middle school shop class i have this very distant memory of using one but i i feel like i could have a ball with one of those yeah if i ever need to cut some foam that's i'm going there next time nice just make a laser bandsaw that's already been done <laughs> <laughs> Well, for mine, uh, thanks for asking. Uh, is, I thought uh, he was going into it. <laughs> yeah. No, I was waiting for you to see it. I was just like, oh, I was just, I'll pause, pause, pause. Anyways, uh, this not, not I'm going to give a, a my shout out. My clamp foundation is going to Jolien Brebels. Uh, she is, I I don't know exactly what country she's from. I don't. I'm sorry if she listens to this. Maybe she's from Belgium. I can't remember. Uh, or maybe. Maybe she speaks German. I can't remember. She's not. She, she's not from uh, an English-speaking country, but she does speak English just fine uh, with an accent. But uh, she makes a lot of wooden toys. And uh, over the little last Christmas period, she put out like six. I think it was six or seven uh, wooden toy videos. Um, a lot of the toys she makes, she makes them and then gives them, donates them to charity, which is really cool. Uh, but she makes a lot of different cars, a lot of. Like she's made the Volkswagen bus, and uh, one that I'd like to highlight is uh, is a really simple uh, motorcycle, and it reminds me of like a Playmobil toy that I had as a kid, a Playmobil motorcycle that I had as a kid, and I think I might make one of these for my son because it's just yes. a really, really fun little simple project. Um, you know, not too many, well, like cool. obviously. The, the wheels move but other than that no moving parts but i i totally had those and i and i know it's at my dad's house 
of that of a motorcycle that looked very similar to that, but made out of plastic. So it's pretty cool. Awesome. Really I had sweet. so much fun with Playmobil as a kid. That was a Yeah, me too. Playmobil and Lego. Yeah. I still have all my I literally have all my toys from when I was a kid. Nice. Like, That's it's why I wasn't surprised to, to see you use your university course pack as a paint mask in your <laughs> video. I was like, of course Grant has his university calculus course pack. Yeah. And he's just well, that, gradually ripping pages out every time he needs to paint something. That's that, exactly that was actually the textbook, which is crazy okay. to me. Is that they the 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 professor would produce so that he could he he could make money every year? Is he produced his own textbook and printed his own textbook and bound his own textbook, and then would make a revision every year that he would change the page numbers so that you couldn't uh, you couldn't follow along if you had an old textbook. He would like change the chapters around and stuff, like so that you'd have to buy the textbook. I'm not going to lie. Every time I saw piecewise continuous in that video, when it panned close to the paper, <laughs> I got like a little bit of PTSD. I believe it. So that course, uh, I didn't pass that. If it was the same calculus class as the one I took, that was probably one of the hardest classes I had at school. Right. Like I got that- to the end of it and like, I got like a, a pretty good grade, but I was thinking like, like I just, I don't know what just happened. Like I, I got a good grade. I think I got something out of it, but like this guy was on another, this t- professor was on another level from all of us. Right. And that's, I, I felt the same thing. And I went this, that's one of the courses that it went. I'm, I'm not an engineer clearly. Cause if this, this is like, Whoa, I don't even understand. Like half the words coming out of these, like, like Charlie Brown was happening in there. Womp, 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 womp. <laughs> and I just went, I'm done. I'm done with engineering. <laughs> But no, it's funny. Like, I think a lot of other engineers also feel that way. There's like, like, I feel like there's this sense in a lot of courses in engineering, especially the math ones where it's like, you just have to get through it. And then once you actually are like engineering, you're barely using this stuff. That's the part that's crazy to me is I go, and then I can put it in a computer and go, boop, doop, doop, doop. And it gives me all of the stuff. Like, I don't need to know. You can always second guess the computer if you need to. Yeah, I know. Anyways, that's a topic for another conversation. Um, But at this point, we would like to say a big thank you to everyone who supports us on Patreon, especially Leroy at Big Rock Timberworks, who is our F-Clamp level supporter. Everyone who supports us over there gets access to the pre-show and the after show, which are always lots of fun. This Today, we talked about... uh, uh, the drinks I had before this episode. So if it seemed especially fun, that might be one of the reasons. Um, and we also, if you support us on Patreon, you get one of the handmade embossed leather keychains, hands made by yours truly. So if you want to learn more about that, you can go to patreon.com slash clamp. And if Patreon isn't your thing, we always appreciate sharing the show with someone who you think might enjoy it, as well as, leaving a review that tends to help the show um also want to give big, a big shout out to tf turning for the theme music i love it every time i hear it it's always a good time um and before we head over to the after show do we have any other business guys um so just quickly i realized last week after reading the patreon stuff i said i feel like i'm forgetting something and what i forgot to mention was the whole reviews thing and that you read them out so if you want to leave us a review, Morley will read them in the accent of where you're from. Or if you want to, you can leave a voice for him to try and uh, 
try and do. Like do Elmer Fudd or something fun like that. Yeah, yeah, something fun. My Elmer yeah. Fudd was pretty good. I think I did well. On that yeah. One. Or you could do Tasmanian Devil. Do a review and then say in the voice of Tasmanian Devil. That would be fun. That'd be hard. Right. Mm. Uh, one one thing I would like to say is thank you to everyone for this is going to be at least like the next time we talk to you is going to be the new year. Uh, yeah. This might be the new year when we're talking to you because you might listen to it later because I know things happen between uh, Christmas and New Year's that people don't always get an opportunity to commute and listen to the podcast. But I wanted to say thank you to everyone for a great 2020. Um, sure. It was it was awesome. Like the support we get through this show really humbles me every time I think about it. Um, and I just really wanted to say thank you and, you know, sincerely, uh, you know, mean it anyways. Yeah, for sure. From all of us, it's crazy to think that next year we'll be celebrating our first birthday. Yeah. 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 No, it, it really is great. I'd like to give that a strong second. Yes. Thank sure. you guys so much. Yeah. All right. So, well, happy new year, everyone. Yeah, happy, happy new year, year everyone. See you in uh, 2021. Yeah. Cheers. Salut. Apparently, you can't find us anywhere. Bye. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, real quick. You can find Adam at Maker everywhere. You can find Grant at the Grant Alexander just about everywhere. And you can find me at Morley Kurt. All right. See ya. Bye. Bye. <laughs>